Welcome back to Grass Doesn't Exist. It's me. You know who it is already. Okay, okay. <laughs> who, who is it? Who is uh, it? It's Daichi. Oh my and... god, Shadow. Now look at us. Yep. Look at us. Such it's it's been a fun week. It's been a very fun week, or has it? It's ah, uh, it's debatable. You know, it's been we. It was super week. Yeah, but it's uh, also been a couple days since uh, Valentine's Day. It has, and yeah. uh, so I know that you have a wonderful partner that you spent Valentine's Day with. Yep. Me, however, I am forever alone. Okay. And in doing today. so, I've come up with a tradition that I do every Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah. What is it? Yeah. So I go and play games like Valorant, League, Overwatch. I'll go to these games mm-hmm. and I'll specifically hunt down anyone that has an e-couple name. Oh, goodness. Uh, and there's some good ones out there. Yeah. There's I also mean, some bad ones. So you just be ganking bot all the time as a oh, jungler, right? Without a doubt, yeah. bot lane. I will int to kill them. I will lose. I will purposely Damn. lose my games if it meant that I can ruin their day. And that is a happy Valentine's Day. Yeah, I, that, that's my happiness. My happiness is in ruining their happiness. Sounds like if you want If you want to be cute and lovey-dovey, do it out of my game. You know what they say? To enjoy League of Legends, you have to make the opponent miserable. Yeah. But I did come to a conclusion, though, is that some of their names are hit and miss. Yeah. And so... Some are very, very inappropriate. And some are very cute. Yeah. Um, and so I have created a, somewhat of a list. Okay. Yeah. That I want to run by. I want your opinions on these names. Run it down on me. Okay. So, I'll, it's, I'll, do you want the cringe ones first or the cute ones first? Cute ones first. Cute ones Best first. Okay. French fries and ketchup. Okay. I guess that's cute. Yeah. Butter and popcorn. Okay. Yeah. Kind of cute, I yeah. guess. Uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's baby poo, baby bear. I'm going to throw up. Funny and bunny. Okay, that's just Cherry dumb. and cream. Mac and cheese. Salt <sighs> and pepper. Okay. These are all so basic. But they're cute, though. Batman and Robin. The ultimate duo. Romeo. Batman and Robin. Oh, Romeo my God. and Juliet. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> They'll kill no. themselves in the end. Oh god, that's gross. <laughs> Mario and Luigi. Okay, I like that one. That one I I'd, I'd take. Ash and Pikachu. That one's kind of cute, I guess. Yeah. You can tell I'm biased, but the food ones are just a Lady and the Tramp. That you that mm. might be too old of a reference for you. No, no, no. I know what it is. Don't worry about it. Okay. Just uh, Eve and Wally. Okay, yeah, I saw that one. That one's pretty common. Jack and Jill, classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been around forever. Drake and Josh. Mm-hmm. That one can be weird if a couple's doing it because uh-huh. those are technically like brothers. Uh-huh. That that one's weird. And, yeah. and if it's like a gay couple doing it too, that's weirder. Uh, what's... <laughs> <laughs> it, like it's a little bit uh, Goko and Chi Chi. Goko and Chi Chi. Yep. We don't care about any other partner in there. Joker. Well, I, I got a couple couple names. If are we we're still on the cute ones though? No, no. Oh, well, I, I didn't say any cute ones. Let, let me let me go over my cringe ones for you. No, no, no. Like, give, give me let me let me share first. Okay, just like a little bit. We'll go okay, back and forth. Okay. What, what do you got? Bubbles and I blow bubbles. Okay, classic. Your turn. Toaster, bathtub. Oh God, yeah, I got that one too. Sperm cell, egg cell. That's classic. Uh, Very classic. Dog master. A little BDSM twinkled inside there. Yeah. Um, therapy and I need therapy. Her vent, his imposter. That's pretty cringe. Yeah. That's pretty cringe. <laughs> um, 
don't know what you say this. Um, cousins by change. <laughs> Lovers by choice. That, that's that's pretty good. Uh, um, child predator. Child. <laughs> are we allowed to say that? <laughs> if the video games allow it, then I we're okay. allowed to say it. Is that um, is that not how it goes? That's true. Um, innocent child. Okay. White van. I saw one, but it wasn't uh, Innocent Child White Van. It was Child Candy Van. Oh, okay. Same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Her Meatballs, His Spaghetti. Another food one, but kind of more... Yeah. 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 Uh, ooh. Uh, also, there's uh, Cum and then Dumpster. Yeah. <laughs> that was... That Did was you have big, to say that one? That was a big oof. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it exists, Was though. that necessary? That's actually in a Valorant game. Okay. I got that one. That, I actually got that one. Which is the crazy part. Is our podcast like 18 plus now? I don't know. Well, this episode is, okay? Yeah, we'll figure it out. I will say, there's a couple on Valorant, though, mm-hmm. that I've seen on TikTok mm-hmm. that are wholesome. And it's just like, cool mom, cool dad. Okay. And they're the, both of them, like, stream. Oh, that's like, cute. Yeah, they like try to motivate people and stuff. Interesting. Yeah. Like bronze? I have no idea what ELO, but just the <laughs> fact that, like, like, other people just go, will you be my dad? Oh, yeah. 100% and I'll be supportive of you and like the people oh just break God. down I'm just like holy Ooh. crap like they just go in there and just I'll be your mommy yeah but they'll want it though oh my god <laughs> that's the cringe part about it I mean because there's so many so many people out there with not the best relationship with parents like honestly I think that's great I, that, but that also, probably also explains a lot of the couple names yeah yeah you got me there yeah like like the toaster one. The toaster one. Yeah. Um, was it? Ooh. Uh, I also, on Valentine's Day, I did see a TikTok of two couples that were on the same team fighting over each other because you had butter, toast, toaster, bathtub. Oh, my God. I think I saw that one, too. And oh, they just end up in the same game, right? Yeah. In the same are, team? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the toast and the toaster... Were separate because mm-hmm. it was the butter and toast were together, yeah. and then the toaster and bathtub were together. Uh-huh. Uh, but the toaster was trying to get the toast involved in their relationship, and butter wasn't having it. Oh my god! And then bathtub described it as well: the toast can go inside the toaster and then be pulled out, and then the butter can go on the toast, and then the toast can and toaster with the butter can then all get inside the hot tub. Or the, not the hot tub, but just, like, the tub itself. Yeah. And I'm just like, that is a fun way of describing an orgy. <laughs> That's a lot of in and outs. Yeah. You know, you can let people say, think about it, but you don't have to bring it up. No, I have to bring it up. Okay, well, what would, what would our duo name see, you know, if we were a okay. couple, which we are? So, I've thought long and hard about this. Okay, how hard? Uh, not that long and not that hard. Okay, that's but, what she said. One of my favorite trends, it's it's kind of a dead meme right now, but mm-hmm. it's still my favorite meme. Yeah. Is that there's this guy that had like one of those childhood like boxes with like all the shapes on it, right? Mm-hmm. You gotta take the object, stick it in the right hole, oh, yeah. and it'll fall through the bottom of the box. Yeah. Uh is it the one where like he puts everything in like the square hole? Yep. Okay. Yep. And so <laughs> one of us would just be named as a random shape. Okay. Like whether it be circles, a triangle. Okay. Yeah. Probably whichever, circle. Whichever shape. We'll we go like. with circle. Circle's okay. a good one. So circle's good. Let's say your name is circle uh-huh. and then my name would be square hole. Or goes into the square hole? Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, something, something on that line. So just uh-huh. the circle goes in the square hole. <laughs> that would be our duo name because it's so dumb and it fits our personality. No, I, I think that's funny. I think I thought about one thing that's very basic. It'll be like um, yours will be report my ADC and my will report my jungle. That's, that's a solid one. Um, I'm pretty sure you already have an e-couple name. Oh, God. And I'm going to expose you. No, On no. the spot. No, no, no. Yes. It's just a joke. It's not It's not an actual <laughs> e-couple name, though, okay? So his partner also plays the league with him. Uh-huh. And she goes by the name of Char in-game. Uh-huh. And you have a little side account. We've actually never played together, though, after she did the name change. I know. But you have a separate account that you've played with me. (laughs) I've never seen you guys play together. But I know it exists. It's called Char's Slave. (laughs) You dirty man. Bro, okay. Okay. You know, I really didn't think I was like the others, but I am very much like the others. You are 100% like the others. Now I actually got to play on that account with her because she, she changed her name to the simple one. I know. So they're going to just match. Yeah, you didn't even mean to. It just happened. <laughs> you didn't even, it didn't dawn on you, did it? Yeah, it did not. Yeah, you, you guys just, are, you are the Valentine's E-couples. That's just scary. It is scary. It's I'm terrifying. Sorry, God. Why, why did you do this to me? So. Well, I hope everyone had a great Valentine's Day. Yep. Like a Mumu. He had a great Valentine's Day. One of the best. Every year. Yep. He he represents like 99% of the league. I did play him on Valentine's Day too. Damn. Yeah. Gotta, gotta represent. Speaking of a Moomoo, if we're gonna transition to patch 13.3. Uh, what of He's still broken. <laughs> yep. Still broken. Honestly, this patch didn't really do anything for me. It was mostly just to make supports better. Uh, and in some cases, if you're in Korea... You get Alistar AP in the mid lane thanks to Showmaker. It wins. <laughs> it does win. Have you seen that? Have you seen this? No, no, I've seen I haven't watched the gameplay, but like I know he played it. And yeah, like, he played it against the one I watched was against Nikali. He one shot Nikali as the cow. My god. It's That's more of like a cursed earth build. Because I've even I've done it on Earth. Yeah. But No, he does it in a normal game. My goodness. The balls of this man. But I would say not my favorite patch. Honestly, the last two patches haven't been my favorite. Well, like, I understand that each patch has been focusing on a specific, like, role. Just because ASL exists that way. <laughs> yeah, but, like, previous patch, mm-hmm. big buffs for ADCs. This patch, big buffs for supports. All of the other three lanes mm-hmm. have just been completely suffering. I mean, I'm honestly happy for support, like, the champion range of supports, there, there's a lot. The champ pool is way bigger now in terms of viability. Yeah. You know, and it's obviously clear when we watch LCS, you know, it's not just Nami or Lulu, you know. We finally get to see some spicy Rakan gameplay, find some of the great, like, Nautiluses, anything like that. So it's good, you know. I'm tired of just seeing Ash, But just because they engage supports have gotten buff doesn't mean that the ADC support meta is gone because... I'm still seeing it a lot after the changes. I think in terms of top lane, nothing has really changed. Even after the Jax bucks, buffs, Jax is still broken. Darius will always be tier one. I can't really say much about that. The thing I'm a bit annoyed about is that jungle hasn't changed at all. They nerfed Maokai. They did a nerf on Udyr. Barely. Couple, yeah. Like, nerfed him. Though I will say in 13.4, he is getting a harder nerf. Which, which is good. Needed. 
The only really change that's happened in the last two patches is Jarvan got buffed and is now... Uh, he's joined the top six mm-hmm. of Get Wrecked. Yeah, I mean, they've definitely increased the viability of champions in the jungle role. Not by much, though. But not by much, yeah. They, they like, tweaked it to one or two can slip in now. Because it won't really change as much if the broken ones are still there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I know they're nerfing Udyr mm-hmm. and Maokai. And, like, are they also touching Mumu? Possibly. Possibly, yeah. But... We don't know until it's 100% confirmed. Mm-hmm. I still think that Demonic Embrace needs to get more nerfed. Yeah, I agree. I mean, we looked over the Demonic Embraces before. Just 0.2%? Really? Like, is that really going to change anything? No, it, it does not. It's mm-hmm. not change anything. That's like saying, I have a dollar and two cents. I lost two cents. I still have a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm still gonna buy something with that dollar. Yeah, inflation ain't gonna do much to that. <laughs> yeah, well, nowadays maybe I can't buy. Let's change it from one dollar to five. Then I can buy at least like an Arizona iced tea. Yeah, um, but let's let's talk about the big hitter that happened with this new patch. Okay, what do you got? And that is Annie. Annie. Oh, yeah, that's a big one right there. That's a very big one. She is destroying. She's on this. I I would say she's more broken than Asol right now. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they, still, they did hot I still hate Aesol. him. Yeah, it's disgusting. I mean, he's still so tanky. He's still tanky. The alt is crazy. Hopefully, there will be more solutions to deal with them. But right now, he's still kind of hard to play against. Also, I've recently discovered is when he sets down that big giant pool. Mm-hmm. If you get CC'd or stunned, it sucks you into the center. Oh, really? Yeah. I saw it. I saw my ADC get stunned by, I don't remember what it was by. I think it was an Elise, like the little, like, Elise, like, wad, like, spits yeah. the web at you, stuns you. Uh-huh. Yeah. And all of a sudden, the stunned, my stunned ADC is being, like, moved. I'm just like, how is that possible? Oh, God. And then she goes into the center of the star, it explodes, and then he alts, and she's just done that's disgusting i'm just like why he's just like a good team fight champion too and like not alone is he like a good team fight champion but he just looks so easy in those moments where he just stands there and just fire breaths you know he's just shooting his fire breath or whatever and just standing there and like champions are attacking him but then while they're attacking him he, they're just getting whittled down yeah though so i have found a counter for him for okay. me at least okay that's good old Sedge, Sejuani. Give me all of the CC. I will freeze your dragon ass into the ground. That is the only way, though. Yeah. Right? Just dump the CC. They made it more slippery, too. That's for sure. Yeah, like, if you want, like, if your whole team hates the soul, I want you to see a Blitzcrank on your team. Give me Sejuani, Oriana, or Syndra mm-hmm. as his opponent. You gotta give him the ADC treatment. Yeah, just. Full CC lockdown. That man will never have fun again. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, to and the ASOL players out there, he does have like a 52% ban rate right now. So, good luck playing him. Yeah. But, people aren't banning Annie, and so now Annie's slipping through the cracks. Yeah. I mean... <clears throat> like, I understand that, like, I'm pretty sure the buffs were to make her more viable as, like, a support, as, like, a secondary champion. Yeah, because they buffed her E, the shield, of course. But... Anytime that you buff the durability and survivability of a support, Mm -hmm. it'll affect them in any other lane that they're in. And so right now, in the mid lane, Mm -hmm. Annie is, like, cruising early, in my opinion. Yeah. She just has the earliest early game 
our easiest early game out of all mid laners. And she's already been already been pretty easy if you think about it, especially with like the mana refund and the ability refund from the Q and everything like that. Or does she have a mana refund? I don't think so. No, just the ability? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, the ability refund and everything like that, like, she's able to farm safely and easily, you know? Yeah, and now she can do it without too much worry of damage. Mm -hmm. She also has very easy access to suns in yeah. terms of, like, um, engages and ganks and stuff like that. But, like, no. Well, unless you have arthritis. <laughs> then then she's good, not the easiest. Good point. <laughs> yeah. Good point. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, you need to mash those three to four buttons, and if you can't do that, you're done old. <laughs> Arthritis. My bad. <laughs> the <laughs> biggest anti weakness. You know, that was that was, that was yeah. really random. Yeah. But yeah. For all for all them uh, very old middle aged people wanting to play a child, it's a no go for you if you have arthritis. <laughs> What's wrong with you? We already mentioned the candy man. <laughs> At this point, we're done for for the day. <laughs> you want some candy? Come here, little boy. <laughs> Timbers. <laughs> Timbers. He can come in the van, too. <laughs> I like him fluffy. <laughs> the van's going to blow up. The van's going to blow up. <laughs> Just he just hear a slight knock on the van door. <laughs> if okay, side note, say if like the whole candy van scenario did happen mm -hmm. in this League of Legends weird modern verse that we have going on right now, shopkeeper. Who who would be the person to like stop it? Stop the candy man from happening? Yeah. Um, Garen. I don't know. Someone really just like justified and you know someone's very lawful and just like boring. My two thoughts immediately were Garen and Shen. Just like as Annie enters in the van, just Shen, Shen, just, Shen just teleports in and just appears sitting next to the like the snatcher and just looks over and just goes taunts him. Yeah, just like just not even like 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 in game taunt, just starts insulting him. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah. Just think of like the disappointed like Asian father. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah you bring dishonor. You bring dishonor to the family. Yeah. <laughs> and then Garen just fucking slams. Demacia. Yeah, just Demacia's the door open. <laughs> yep, that was my shower thought just now. You know, I appreciate that. That was pretty funny. Yeah. <clears throat> Sometimes you just gotta think of, like, how it would be if, like, a League of Legends character would just enter the modern world. Draven would probably be in prison. Well, speaking of uh, cute champions, uh, Seraphine is also... The most broken bot laner right now. Well, t okay. And to be fair. Mm -hmm. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. That's just because she was originally designed to be a mid laner and somehow ended up as a support. So she's like this weird gray area where sometimes she'll dip up the ADC chart and like be in the top five. You know what's funny though about like Seraphine mid? Like I'm surprised they try to put her mid, but the fact that like. You know, her, her big shield, like, it's even already hard to get unless you get, like, the four stacks, right? And then she has zero mobility. Her base health is, like, nothing. Everything like that. She they make If they made her as tanky as, like, how Aesil is right now, then maybe she'd be viable. But even then, Aesil has so much more mobility and everything like that. That's why she doesn't really work for me. I will me. say, I have seen a couple of Aesil ADCs, though. <sighs> so I'm going to get pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I mean... Maybe the else the NA region is lazy because Seraphine is not the best bot laner in other regions, but in NA, 
Everyone's like, oh my god, Seraphine. If I have any excuse to play in Mage ADC, I will. And are just picking Seraphine. Well, I think it's just because most NA players aren't that skilled. Like, I look at my champion. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a big Silas boy. Yeah. Love him to death. Uh-huh. I love to int. Int to win is my strategy in life. Gotcha, gotcha. You look at, like, the world stats on him, mm-hmm. and he sits, like, second tier. Tier two. Yeah, tier two, decent, like... Like 49 to 50% win rate. Yeah, he's like in around the top 10. Yeah. I, I think any champion that sits around 49 to 50 is good. Because all that means is just like, if you know how to play the champion and you do well with him, you'll get the dub. Definitely. Like, obviously, if you see any of the champions, if they're pretty mechanical, then I, they will have like a lower win rate. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that they're bad. You know, it's just a no. skill issue. But when you just select NA only... Mm-hmm. He just dips. He just dips. Like, drops down hard. It's the same with Nar too, if you think about it. You know, he's, like, really bad in terms of uh, in, in the NA region. But if you look at, like, Korea, China, and stuff like that. Even you know? EU. Huh? Even in the EU. Even in EU? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Nar just, like, tier 3. He's still up there just because of his kit. You know what I mean? Like, people are able to utilize it pretty well. And then he comes to America and gets, like, a 44% win rate. Yeah, and then only like the good players play him. If that, if there are any. Yeah, I just feel we'll like that later. <laughs> as as Americans, uh-huh. I feel just in general we're the ratty type. We're the cheese boys. We'll we would rather just get the basics down on how to cheese mm-hmm. to get the easy dub. And that's why we hate Shaco. I feel like NA has like the strongest hate for Shaco actually. Yeah. Especially, you know, with Pink Warden, he's from NA, and there's, like, Chase Shaco, who's disgusting. And, my goodness, you're right. So many rats. Yeah, we're big rats here in America. Like, in NA, they like the E-girls, you know, like Kaisa and, like, Zaya and whatnot. And then here, we're just like, haha, I'm invincible. Yeah. Well, it goes back to the whole Valentine's Day thing of the way you said it perfectly of just... The way NA League players go is they always want to make the other team not have fun. Yeah. That's just the NA strat. Mm-hmm. We have fun by not have by not allowing you to have fun. That's true, but... I feel like that's more just NA, not just League players, mm-hmm. just NA League players. We need help. Yeah. Actually, just NA players in general, even in Bowser, I feel like a little bit more cheesier. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um. So, what do you think needs to be changed for like the next patch? Like one, just one big thing, one major thing. One major thing. Mm-hmm. I want them to bring back my jungle camps. I want more gold and less XP. I don't like the more XP, less gold. And why is that? I don't. I I just want money. You want I, money. I want money. Why, why do you need money as a jungler? Because I'm a Silas main. <laughs> oh, I I don't CS even as a jungler as Silas. I just gank. Get some free monies, mm-hmm. buy items, win game. It's simple. <laughs> so basically, your whole Silas playstyle revolves around you getting more money based on kills. So you get more money from getting kills over jungle camps, so you'd rather focus on the kills. Yeah, and then when I do need to get a jungle camp, I would like at least like a, either full clear or like a three camp clear. At least give me a decent amount. Right now, the way it works out is you'll hit level six before even getting like a decent amount of gold. Wow, I did not, I did not think this would happen, but inflation has finally hit the rift. It has. It's <laughs> sad. 
Like, I understand... Versus egg prices. Like, I feel like no, it's, it's, a, it's a way of countering some, like, early game champions. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I dislike it. Because they didn't really affect the gold income of a lot of the lanes. Mm-hmm. Like, they did during the preseason, but they haven't really touched it since. And, like, I feel this jungle's just getting kind of dissed on. It's, it's harder for us to get the monies. I guess it's definitely a big change, especially with... This new season, it was expected for junglers to be more of that carry play style, have like a big impact, which I'm not saying they don't. Yeah. But they're sort of like nerfing it, which I don't think is necessary, especially since this whole meta is more bot lane, not jungle. Yeah, I feel like it's a way of nerfing some of their problem champions. Mm -hmm. Like we've discussed a lot, like your Uders and all that. It goes back to the whole scenario of just nerf the champion. Yeah. Because if you nerf, like, the whole system... It affects more than just... The balance just gets tipped even further. Yeah. And I'm still, to this day, a firm believer of just... I feel like, since they have so many champions, just every season, nerf, like, a couple, like, five or ten. Probably, like, less for, like, smaller roles, like, 86, there's not a lot of you. Mm-hmm. Like, champion-wise. But just, like, hard nerf, like, to the ground, like, five to ten... And then a hard buff five to ten. And if that was, and if they did do that, we wouldn't be seeing Zeri for like two years straight. Yeah, since we've also split up to where there's now two splits, just flip it. Mm-hmm. So that way, in the long term, for one full year, you'll have like ten to twenty champions that will get to see play, and then ten to twenty that just will take a little break next year. Swap them. I don't care. Just spice it up a little bit. And what There's not do, enough spice, I feel like. And how do you think, like, the one-tricks would feel about that? Because there are some players that I, just only play Pike. You know, there's very popular one-trick champions. I am personally against one-tricking. Mm-hmm. I think it's, like, I understand you liking a champion. Mm-hmm. Even with the way the system's going right now, I feel like one-trick doesn't really 100% work. Because say that you are a Pike one-trick. Mm-hmm. They just buffed all of the defense and engage. Like, Pike did get buffed, too. But, like, think if Pike didn't get buffed. Yeah. It was just, like, the tank engages. Mm-hmm. I feel like he would get shit on so hard and be kicked out of the meta anyways. That's true. And we also don't see as many one-tricks, especially when we go up the ladder. Like, for example, TF Blade, he, he you know, he's, he pulls out that pocket Garen sometimes. Or we see, like, the Hecarim player. You know, he's been playing Rengar, Belved. Yeah. All these other they champions. slightly like I can understand having a main. Mm-hmm. You can have a main champion. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but the champion shouldn't be your only like identity or playstyle. Yeah, because basically, one's only option may end up just being the downfall of your whole team comp. Yeah, and if you are just a one trick and it doesn't fit one hundred percent, you could cost the whole team a loss. Mm-hmm. You could lo- You could just drop in rank. Mm-hmm. The whole script might be written before the game even starts. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you like your one-trick Yumi right now. Oh, goodness. No more Netflix. Yeah. But it's just like a primal example. Like, he, she got nerfed completely to the ground. I've still seen, uh, not just like in my games, but in like streamers that I watch that mm-hmm. are like high elo. Yeah. They still get a Yumi one or two in there and they just go, oh, it's this Yumi one-trick. Goodness. And they do bad. Yeah. Yeah, it's just... I mean, that champ has like a 40% win rate right now and people... Some of them, I, I'm yeah. honestly surprised, but like a lot of players, you that, realize, that's the, they don't look that, at the patch notes. That's the problem behind one tricking, though, as yeah. well, is you don't care about the patch notes because that's the only thing you'll play. Mm-hmm. 
And then I feel like in that sense, it's also bad because if you don't pay at least somewhat attention, like you don't have to be like, you don't have to care about the stats. Mm. Honestly, biggest recommendation I tell any new person in mm. the game, just look at the green and red. Look at seeing who's got the, the buff and who got the debuff. Mm-hmm. Look at that. You can tell like 80% of how the next couple of patches will go. I mean, I, I still recommend that new players obviously one trick just to get the basics down. But I definitely agree with you. Um, do you think that having a new patch every two weeks is too much? Because we've also heard complaints that like, especially pro players, they can, they always have to, they, they don't have time to stream. They always got to be grinding because there's always new changes happening. I just can see from like the bot lane meta, everything has completely flipped. You know, and in terms of jungle, there are more viable champions to play. Mid lane has also completely flipped. You no, know? I will say against the pro players, I feel like a lot of the times they're also just lazy. You think so? Like you think NA is lazy? Yeah, like Nami Lucian. That's on. true. Because it got nerfed. But yeah. People are still playing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I think that it's just NA specifically just not wanting to change because mm-hmm. the problem with na i feel like also is that they don't really make a whole lot of moves themselves mm-hmm. it's mostly from like bria lpl maybe once or twice from europe but we definitely what we want is we definitely want them to play first we we want them to cr- sort of create their own meta yeah and they just but it's not happening yeah i definitely understand like that. eg has kind of created their own meta mm-hmm. of just being known to be very scrappy yeah uh, which some might say is from like the LPL strats, mm-hmm. like during the LPL glory days. But mm-hmm. I feel like evil geniuses have kind of like taken it and then they've just added their own twist to it, their own style yeah. of how they want to do it. And it's now theirs. Absolutely. You might see like a couple of like the dead metas appear once in a while from them, but they'll do it differently than how it's supposed to be done. For sure. And so, I mean, they've been doing well. Yeah. They've been doing very well. And so I will say like, they're one of the few teams that will do things. Other than that, though, it's basically like cookie cutter dry. Yeah. And so I feel like pro players shouldn't have that much to complain about mm-hmm. just for the fact that, yeah, it's it patch drops every two weeks. Also, this game isn't designed for just them. Mm-hmm. It's designed for everyone. Yeah. And if something does happen where something does become broken mm-hmm. or busted or like completely overpowered... I would rather have it be fixed in two weeks than fixed in like a month or two months. That I agree. That I agree. Because as we know, Riot Games messes a lot, especially in terms of balancing. Yeah. So imagine, so when Maokai was completely busted, Mm -hmm. if they didn't have like a way to like somewhat drop him every two weeks, imagine if he was like his peak busted for like a month or two months. That's all you would ever see everywhere. Not only in pro play, mm-hmm. but in just your normal games. And then yeah. it would no longer be fun to watch, and it would be no longer fun to play. Mm-hmm. That's, so that's you, my opinion on it. So what you believe in, and I also probably believe in, is that you believe that players who are more experienced and are able to have a variety of arsenal options, you know, a big arsenal of options, should be rewarded more. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because all that comes down to is just them being good at their job. Definitely. Because that's what it is, bottom line. A pro mm-hmm. player, it's your job to be good at it. And I honestly want to bring that up, especially with the support role. If you look at the support role in Korea compared to how people see the support role in NA, it is completely different. Like, the support players in NA, in Korea, they are like 
the game changers, like the playmakers, you know? And I think, especially like if you look at Carrie and Barrel, like they know that, you know what I mean? That's why they bring, they and do. Mako. Yeah, but like they do different champions, right? They change champions because they understand that supports impact the map. Especially also, the most at the early game. Fun fact, they'll try things out in their own games, just like while streaming yeah. or in solo queue. Mm-hmm. And then they'll bring it to pro play. Mm-hmm. Look at all the ADCs that became meta for support for a little bit. Yeah, And then you have NA com- complaining, saying, oh, we don't have time. No, you're just lazy. Yeah, and I definitely believe, like, especially because it's a spring season right now, you know, this isn't going to define if you go to Worlds or not. We Like, we don't have that dynasty, that legacy system that um, LEC has. Most of the world has. Yeah. So, like, in a way, I would use that as an advantage, you know what I mean? Just full limit tests be perfectly cleaned up for the summer, you know yeah. what I mean? And I definitely want to, I definitely agree with picking different champions that they should have the balls to do that. You know what I mean? Especially support. Yeah, because like if you support. look at some of like the pro players around the world that like have very high moments and very low moments, mm-hmm. that's because they have such a small champion pool. When they're at their peak high, it's when like one or two of their champions is like top meta mm-hmm. and then they shine. But the moment that those three to four champions that they play is no longer meta, horrible. Biggest example for me personally, I think, is Armand. It's like when his few champions were like top tier mm-hmm. over in Europe, mm-hmm. he thrived. He was like the face of Mad Lions. Definitely. Like, like it was a, like a couple and R, Like literally those two. Yeah. He was like the face of Mad Lions, got like helped them get like their first championship. Absolutely. In the LEC. The Wukong meta definitely carried him. Yeah. And NAR. Mm-hmm. And then immediately as those dropped down, like it no longer became like the main focus. Mad Lions dropped down a little bit. It's, mm-hmm. it's honest to say that. Yeah. And then you see him over here in Dignitas, where none of his champions are like top tier. He does. He looks worse than a lot of like young academy players that don't even know what they're doing. Definitely. And it's just like, come on. It's a thought that like, and that's why I like boil it down to like why I dislike one tricks is, yeah. is like based on that like whole thought process. It sort of messes up with the meta. Yeah, for sure. And I definitely understand that. And League almost kind of ruined it because you remember last year where they said they want to give more strength to the one tricks. Yeah. It also kind of added to the fire, which obviously the game didn't realize. But yeah, I definitely agree. And the part where he said that the players are lazy is not only just being lazy, but the fact that because they're not spreading their wings toward other champions, they're almost limiting their own like skill ceiling. Yeah. Wouldn't you agree? By opening your horizon, you can try new stuff. You can see what kind of power you have, what skills you have, and your potential. Right now, like, the max potential we really see in, like, the good supports at LCS are just really good, like, engaged players. Like, engaged players that know how to time and everything like that. But if you look at the bigger picture, that's just the basics of support. Yeah. And the support players can definitely go beyond that. And I will say... Just like Korean culture in general, they tend to go a lot harder in just everything than most. Yeah. They put like 110% in to where like they eat, sleep, and do that one thing, mm-hmm. which has made them really good at esports. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I will say not not everyone can do that. Probably like only less than half of the like leagues around the world could do that. Mm-hmm. Maybe like just the LCK, maybe one or two other teams. But... I believe that there's a way that you could eventually do it, though. Like, you just got to find your own way of doing it. Yeah. 
And if they all really want to win, they can do it. Yeah. Like, I feel like if, as a player, you don't want to just do that for mm-hmm. not only yourself, but for your team, mm-hmm. then you're just trying to get that easy money and be lazy. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like the equivalent of not wanting to improve as, like, a professional esports player mm-hmm. in your own, like, play style and team. Yeah. Is the equivalent of just doing nothing in America and just accepting uh, unemployment check. In my opinion, it's, it's the same. Like yeah. if you're not willing to put in the time and effort, then you're just accepting an unemployment check, mm-hmm. but just with the fame behind it. No, I definitely agree. Now that we said a lot of the bad of LCS, let's say some of the hopefulness in LCS. Some hopes is that there is some variety, as we see. Like for example, Prince, the biggest hotshot right now in LCS, his he's been playing a different ADC like every game, and that's sort of the variety that we want. You know what I mean? Just like how Kara, he mixes it up every time. There, you know, Princess proving that in the ADC role as well. And of course, there's other roles as well. Like we saw TSM Solo, he pulled out the Cho'Gath. And we saw, you know, some old ones would be like Bjergsen Zillion. Mm-hmm. Only thing is that he only plays that champion for the difference maker. Spika. Spika was the first person to bring out a Mumu yeah, in the LCS mm-hmm. in like 10 years. Absolutely. So we are, luckily, we are able to see some variety. Yeah, not as much as I would like. We would want to see more. more. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, we there's Lehens. There's Lehens who like played like Singe support and other things like that, which almost became a staple for him. I think hopefully we're on the right track because we're seeing it more now, but it can be way better. Yeah. And with all that, I, I bring the question to you. Uh, so we've been talking a little bit about pro, but I want to focus more back on solo queue right now. Oh, yeah, absolutely. If you could spend like one day or not even one day, but just have the right to fully change something in solo queue, uh, what would it be? Because I have my answer. So if you'd like to think on it real quick, I can give you mine. Oh. So for me, the thing uh-huh. that I would want to change is, isn't really change. I just want to add a voice comps. Oh, wow. Yeah. Voice comms is a big thing because sometimes people uh, have a hard time of like looking at the map for pings. Mm-hmm. Not everyone can f- be focused on that because sometimes you're hyper focused into a fight, right? Mm-hmm. And you can't look at your text or anything like that. And as a person that's been playing a lot of Valorant recently, mm-hmm. I find it helpful to when someone calls out of just like, hey, they're to the right. Not even then, like pings can get annoying as well. Yeah. And like, Granted, no matter where you have voice comms, there'll always be shit talking and all of that. That's of just course. part of voice comms that and is. modern internet. Mm-hmm. Name a game where they have voice comms and that isn't an issue. Mm-hmm. It is. But I feel like even then, for the people that don't just hit slash mute all, I feel like with voice comms, like if it was in the same manner as Valorant, it'd be fine. Because in Valorant, you can just mute just voice. Absolutely. And still keep everything else. So if that's how you want to do it. I feel like for those that are wanting to climb in solo queue and all that, they'll like try to put in the effort of like, say like you're in the bot lane, you're fighting, someone yells in chat, hey, jungle's coming down. It's way simpler saying that than anything else. Yeah, because the pings, they can get kind of crazy and like a variety of them, you know, people use different pings to communicate the same thing too. Yeah. And I don't see the, like, I don't see why you wouldn't do voice comms because if you do want to mute someone, it can be as simple as muting someone's like chat. You know, you just press well, like, tab, like I described press the button. Valorant is a riot-based game. Mm-hmm. Granted, different like groups are working on it, but I feel like it's like you can just easily transit over. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and turning off voice comms is as easy as 
muting someone in text. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just one extra button you have to click. Exactly. Like what's the hurt in it? If people can mute people, mute people's chat and mute their pings and emotes, it's going to be same thing. You can just mute their voice comms as well. It's going to be the same button, um, same simple step. Yeah, and if people and are worried about saying slurs and all that, they could just do what Overwatch did, where they just have like a, like the do a little recording of you. They have voice detections, and so if like like you have to hit accept when mm-hmm. launching the game initially. Yeah, but like yeah, if you spit enough slurs out an open mic, uh, they just perma mute you or ban your voice talk. Yeah, I mean it's Riot Games, and I'm assuming Riot Games has a lot more money than Blizzard. So as of right now, probably. Yeah. So I don't see why they can't do it. Yeah. Sure. I think it's two things I think are the issues right now and why they can't do it. Mm-hmm. One, they haven't updated like the UI or like launch system in years. Mm-hmm. And it has way too many bugs to count. So I think they'd probably have to revamp that before they can add voices in. I feel like for the fact that such older games have voice comms mm-hmm. like CSGO. Like, and then, like, CS Source and all that, they had voice comps, and those are old games. Yeah. So the fact that, like, if they say that it would be too hard, I think that's just them not putting enough effort into it. I mean, they did it for Valorant. I think they've seen a lot of successes in Valorant, so I don't see a reason why they shouldn't trans over, trans- transition those successes to League of Legends as well. As they say, we do know that they care about the game, so I guess that's a good part. They are communicating with us more. Hopefully, they have voice comms and it works. Yeah, because sure. I don't... Personally, I don't think I've ever seen anyone use any of the new pings no. correctly. Yeah, they don't. Um, it's honestly made it a little bit more complicated. Yeah, because I, I try to now hit assist, mm-hmm. and then like four to five other pings appear. Yeah. I've low-key been using the push lane one. That one's not bad. But you have to, like, hold it and then, like, make sure you're selecting that one. Yeah, because sometimes I, I use the wrong pin. Like, I, I have to say, I sometimes use the wrong one. And then I'm worried that I actually confuse my ally, for sure. Um, A change that I would like to do... This is very small compared to voice comms, even though I was thinking of voice comms too. But I would like Gromp to give heal again. I would like... I don't know, I just miss it. I liked killing Gromp and healing. I hated... The idea of smite giving you heal okay i just didn't like that i thought that was stupid yeah there was a lot so of cheese w- stuff would you happened. want the shield back on grump then as well or just let him heal he had that small shield where like cc or something had a no no he no he didn't mm-hmm. that was only scuttle wait what do you want i thought that's grump, the oh grump the frog yeah i want that yeah i want the frog to heal me again he also yeah, gave yeah. you some mana too i'm pretty sure really okay yeah. i don't remember that because it was mostly the heal that was noticeable but i liked it you know i don't see anything wrong with it um it was just like a nice heal that i would get before going into like dragon fight or something like that you know what i mean i thought yeah. it was exciting you know it's nice mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's very comforting that you think of me yeah i mean no problem i mean i would still your cast more if it did give me heal <laughs> <laughs> that's fair but i liked it um and in terms of uh lp gains i think they can definitely improve in that too mm-hmm. in terms of but i think they can improve it but i have a hard time thinking of how because for example let's say a scions goes like 010 but he's destroyed the enemy's base to the point where only their nexus is open okay so if I've, that scion I've, loses I've, a game i've thought about this two things of it is again once again valorant does a nice job to where based on your performance like say it's hard to track and leave say though. say you're bottom tier and i'm top tier mm-hmm. like a top frag your mm-hmm. bottom frag mm-hmm. you get 19 but i get 24 because i got a 
performance buff of 20, yeah. of 5. So... It's so hard to track performance in League, though. Because every champ is useful in some different way. Yes and no. Okay, go ahead. So... I think the best way to do it would just be like the KDA followed mm-hmm. behind uh, objective and gold. Objective and gold. Just those three things. KDA, objective, and gold. Or what if they? What if they didn't include debts part of the algorithm? Like, yeah. Don't you think that would help? So like that they would help. they would include KP kills and objectives. Yeah, but you only give it to either like the best or uh, and either like. The number one best or the top two best on your team. Okay. So not everyone on your team can get it, but just like the top two dogs. Yeah. Because I know they can make it. Yeah, they can make it very strict. So only if there's a player that's gotten yeah. either a ton of objectives or had really good KDA and KP, like one or two, will just get the buff. Yeah. Also, you got like websites like uh, u.gg, op.gg. Mm-hmm. Like if you pull up match histories on those websites, it'll tell you like who is the best player out of everyone. Yeah. Like both your side and the enemy side. And it'll do a ranking from one to 10. Mm-hmm. If you could just have that, whatever calculation that they do there, mm-hmm. just transferred over, the, the math is already done Yeah, through those websites. For sure. So if Riot could just do some math... They're a bunch of computer scientists. I bet mm. they can math it up. Yeah, I mean, I am worried that some league players might find like a secret way of like like a secret like LP hack. I have, I haven't seen one in Valorant yet, and they've had that since the beginning. Well, but Valorant's easy to track because everyone shoots. Yeah, but just based on the, like the the website stats, though. We'll see. I every, mean, every time I look at it and I just go, "Yeah, that's fair." I probably did about third best out of all. Yeah, but I mean. But in Valorant, you don't need to get objectives. You don't need to get, you don't need to get dragon. You don't need to get towers. You don't need to get well. Nexus. Technically, spike, like planting the spike. And Just all that. spike. Yeah, but the like, the that performance includes plant, defuse, and all that. Yeah, but there's also like CS and like camps, and dragon. Yeah, for Valorant, and, they have economy. Econ- yeah, there's economy, but like that's a bit different. That's yeah, just how, that's just managing. That's not getting. Kind of the same. I think it's harder. So that's I'm not, what I'm not saying that it isn't hard. I'm just saying it can be done. Mm-hmm. Like that would be a solid way of boosting it. I do like how that they're kind of making it more give or take right now. They're going to be increasing the amount of LP you get, but also increasing the amount you lose. Mm-hmm. So that there's going to be more of a dip. Yeah. In how it goes. Um, so a lot of people will be either climbing faster or dropping faster. It's a little bit good and bad because we notice that. That will help Smurfs climb faster so that we'll be able to see less, right? At the same time, I don't know if it's good for them to buff the LP gains because right now, so many players are hitting Challenger really fast. If you look at last season, there were so many players that just couldn't, there were so many top players that just couldn't make the Challenger, like big streamers. Mm-hmm. But all these big streamers have hit Challenger. Even some people that have less than a 50% win rate have gotten Challenger, or even high masters or high grandmasters in like the first two or three weeks. But, like, all these players have hit Challenger so much faster than last year. I'm just thinking, like, isn't this just going to make it worse? No, we'll find out. We'll find out in a couple weeks. We'll find out. We'll do a quick speed through because we had a a lot happen this week. So it was Super Week, like I mentioned at the beginning. Yeah, I mean. And so we got three days. We got some good stuff to talk about. And so I want to do a quick, quick run through with you. I'm going to hit you with something. I'll give, I want your opinion on it and then I'll, mm-hmm. I'll give you mine. So day one, which was Wednesday, which mm-hmm. was really weird. Mm-hmm. Not going to lie. It's kind of weird watching games on a Wednesday. Yeah, it was. Best 
Best and worst for the first week. So best and worst I put down was CLG versus Team Liquid. Um, the reason why I put this is because obviously I'm a big fan of top lane and I, I am is, it, is this your best or worst? Best. Best? I'm always fascinated by like how people play. Yeah, I I like Dokla. His Irelia was a clear winner in terms of team fights and just turning around the game. I was just impressed. I mean, no one really has the balls to pick Irelia and LCS, but he did it. He was actually managed to turn it around because, you know, mostly Irelia is known as like a laning champion, right? Yeah. But the fact that he was able to pull off Irelia, land some amazing game-changing ults in terms of like team fight and everything like that, I thought it was great. It was a show. I mean, I know he's already a really good mechanical player. We've seen his Yone, obviously. It just shows that, you know, we have some strong mechanical contenders. Yeah, I and like I, I marked that one down as my uh, favorite match for Wednesday. Mm-hmm. For me, the worst game Wednesday was EG versus 100 Thieves. EG versus 100 Thieves. Oh, can I say something? Yeah. For Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, let's just let's just <laughs> say I put down hundred thieves for all of them as the worst game. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I'm just gonna that's, I'm just gonna say that just because you I have expectations. You, you want to know a funny fact? Boy, that's the same for two out of the three. There's oh, a third yeah. one that's a special one. Okay. Yeah. You want me to just list off that third one for you? Sure, go for okay. it. Okay. Third one was good old Thursday. You know what happened Thursday? What happened Thursday? My team, FlyQuest, dropped the ball and lost to TSM. I thought that's the best match. That's the... What? No. That is the best match. I got so tilted by that. FlyQuest lost. That is some of the biggest news we can talk about right now. It is. It has been... So boring, just like was constantly winning. No, no, no. It's that's not boring. Okay, sorry, my bad. But like, I wanted something. You're just upset that I your wanted, Korean team is not doing good. I wanted things to get shaken up a bit. Okay, that's all. I want them to be. I like top America. dogs. I like top dogs. Unless it's T one. <laughs> Unless it's T one, because I love T one. Oh, so I, it's okay if it's your team, but if it's my team, they deserve to lose. Ninety nine percent of the time, I am rooting for the underdogs because it's exciting. That's all. I like FlyQuest, but it's exciting when the, the underdogs time, take it back. My team is number one. You want them to lose? No, 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 no. That How is, dare you? That is not true. <laughs> That's because your team was an underdog before. I still like them now. Okay, I know, I know. Okay, don't cry on me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, that was my favorite team. I it, first of all, Maple his Talia is flawless, beautiful playing, and the the Cho'Gath pick, like the Cho'Gath pick, crazy. I mean, obviously it didn't do very well early game but they had a good game plan that Cho'Gath later into the game was just frontlining for Natalia and Natalia was just like QQQ stacking on the damage it was beautiful it was a good game to watch I would say that game was probably my favorite and worst game yeah yeah I understand like as like as a FlyQuest fan obviously you would have liked it but it's it's cool because when you know when your favorite team's bumping heads with another team and it's not a clean sweep it's always fun to watch. Yeah, that's why it's my best and worst. The best one for my third game is I put it down as my best game, but it's actually my worst game. Um, I put it as best because it was like funny to watch, but like in a sad way. It was Cloud9 versus Team Liquid. The the third the third game, Team Liquid had a strong early game. They were winning and they were destroying. They got Baron and everything. They got to their Nexus, not Nexus, sorry, their inhibitors, and they just dropped the ball. They completely dropped the ball. They had multiple chances. Blabber inted right before Dragon spawned. There are multiple fights where they made so many mistakes. And even then, Team Liquid managed to prove that they are a worse team yeah. at the later also, stage of the game. 
Also, Fudge spilt some tea about that game afterwards with an interview with good old QT Cinderella. I'm loving her, actually. I'm loving her as, like, an entertainer. She, I don't know. She fits so well with the LCS, I gotta say. Yeah, I I 100% support her. I loved the -the behind-the-scenes drama of Jan messaging that their academy team was better after winning, I believe... A, a team fight for Drake, I believe. Yeah, or Baron, one of the two. Yeah. Getting destroyed, and then Sven not shaking or fist-bumping him when they, like, do the pass-by. It's like good no sportsmanship. Yeah, I was just like, ooh, <laughs> spicy. Yeah, the funny thing was a lot of any people were saying, like, oh, yeah, like, since our, our games are so, like, not fun to watch, we gotta have people like this that, like, are spicing it up. But I did... Learn some backstory because Jan did tweet and he did say that he will say something if the enemy teams flames their mid laner because apparently C9 actually flamed Team Liquid's mid laner first. Yeah, I know, but that's what Jan said on his tweet. So when they actually won something, that's when Jan responded back. And that was his explanation. He responded back and he just muted. You know, that's, what that's what fair. Did. Yeah, and I think that's fair. As a person who hates Sven, I still dislike him. So, yeah. so I, I feel like there's a difference between shit talking. Mm-hmm. And sportsmanlike conduct. Now, you can say, like, Sven could have, like, whispered something or messaged something at the end of the game as, like, a response. A whole, like, unsportsmanlike thing. Like, in most other sports, you get, like, fined for doing mm-hmm. that shit. Mm-hmm. Like, it's two different things between shit-talking and then... But we don't see it. So that's why we don't have, we don't see the chat logs. So I know. It's, no, but I think that's good. That's why they can do it, though. Yeah. Which is great. It just it, it firms my belief on why I dislike him. Yeah. Um I don't know if it was Ven that then was he, the one that then he, first. And then he immediately went to Twitter, I think either that night or the following morning and apologized for his conduct. I'm just like, you only did that because your PR lady probably told you to. No, did you even see he, he didn't even apologize. That was kind of an apology. It was not an apology. For him, it was probably as most apologies he could get. He says, I apologize for like them being shitty and firing me up. That's literally what he said. That's why I said it. it was probably an apology from him. He was like, I apologize sh- and thank you for firing me up. Like, really? My goodness. But yeah, I mean, I heard from Jan. He said like, oh, like, obviously I'm going to respond if someone says something to me. That's what he did. Yeah. Yeah. 100% respectable. Mm-hmm. With all of that... Player of the week? Yeah, what would you say the player of the week was? You're going to be very, very surprised by my pick. Okay. Can you guess? No. Just one guess. Um, Prince. Stixay. Stixay. Funny enough, my player of the week is also on Golden Guardians because they went 3-0 the, for yeah, the week. For they me, went 3-0. For me, it's their mid laner, Gory. Gory played me. It was, I was either between Gory or Stixay. The only reason I'm bringing up Golden Guardians is because... You know, they're bottom tier team. They went like, I don't know, 04 in the first week, first two weeks or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. And they're suddenly showing up, you know, winning 3 0 in the Super Week. It's amazing. They did even go against completely bad teams. I believe they went against like 100 Thieves, TSM, and then like a bad team. So decent mid tier teams. They did pretty well. And I just have to applaud Stixay for getting crazy KDAs. I think in one game he went 10 0 on like Sari. And he did not die a single time zero deaths all three games this week can you believe it he went zero deaths in the super week and managed to maintain a high kd as well it's pretty impressive yeah like i think it's great i mean i don't think licorice is that good but they knew that and they put him on weak side they they just well, put let's him, be fair he's always been weak <laughs> yeah but like they they put him on renekton so that he you know has better surviving honestly, honestly 
He did an okay showing on Renekton, I'll be honest. But, like, you know, they, they let him be safer by putting Renekton so that he doesn't just instant night. Because if you're losing early as Renekton, you must be really bad. Um, they just, like, Gory and 6A carry later into the game. And it's like, wow, you know? What a comeback story. I don't know if it'll last, but what a comeback story for sure. Luckily, CLG as well. They've made sort of a comeback over this week. I believe like two wins, one loss. Kinda. Two wins, one loss. Yeah. Um, It can't be as bad as Hunter Thieves. That was... I feel like the only reason why they lost three games in a row is because they went against their winning play style. It could just be my opinion. I'll run it by you. Yeah. Get your take on it. I feel like 100 Thieves, the games that they won and mm-hmm. popped off, they played way more aggressive. Yeah. They went for more of like the early to mid game mm-hmm. comps and styles mm-hmm. and just ran with it. A lot more aggressive, a lot more jumpy, so, divey. Because Kinda. remember the EG and 100 Thieves game? They were not playing aggressive. They did nothing. Yeah, and EG beat them. Yeah. And that's why I think because they didn't go with the hyper-aggressive type of play style, mm-hmm. they went for more late-game comp kind of passive. Oh, so you're saying they should have played a more early-game Yeah, comp. yeah. Because when they don't do that, mm-hmm. they just basically get steamrolled and do nothing. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure in one of the games during Super Week, Double literally texted, or not texted, but tweeted, I, like, yeah. that was one of his most boring games ever. Yeah. Just because... I saw that. They didn't have anything lined up for themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, not just him... But, like, just the team in general. There's no, like, early game presence. And I feel like right now, the biggest meta is the early to, like, mid-game. If you're good enough. Mm-hmm. If you aren't good enough at that, but you're good enough at stalling, then you can pull late game off. I feel like if you don't know how to properly stall, mm-hmm. you shouldn't do late game. Yeah. If you know how to properly stall, you can do late game. For sure. And I feel like 100 Thieves don't know how to properly stall enough to do late game but they have found more success in the early game skirmishes absolutely and And not seeing that once out of the three games i feel like was their biggest downfall no i think you're right i think stalling late game is not the way to go because even if you're stalling to late game if you're a late game comp and you're still stalling as we saw from like eg cloud nine last week hey like if the lucian engages first if that if the early game comp still engages first on the late game comp early game comp will still win somehow but it, it works like that you know i know that 100 thieves they've been i saw an interview they're going through this like this champion draft idea of picking the three presidents orn azir and jinx and but i can see that's that's so na you know what yeah. i mean like doing absolutely nothing and then like seeing coin flipping what will happen near the end like that's so old school and like we've seen other teams that have like been growing out of that but it's sort of like 100 teams stuck in the past i know they're trying to follow eg's example of last year but that was last year and even if it was last year eg's completely different story they can play early go- early game comp late game comp doesn't matter they're still gonna play scrappy they're yeah. still gonna trust their mechanics they, they've mastered the art of scrap yeah where they can apply it to any comp but 100 Thieves, they're just, they're playing the waiting game for what? No reason. Exactly. Even if you, especially in like the higher tier regions, as we see, like if something gets taken away from the top lane, the jungler on the enemy team will instantly go bot to try to get something else. It's a constant battle of trying to maintain or get a higher gold lead, right? They're constantly grabbing each other by the throat. And it's like, no, I got you. No, I got you. But then, um, I don't know. Like, if you're just constantly going to wait and see who overpowers one another, the waiting game is not going to work. Yeah. It doesn't work. And to wrap it all up, I would have to say that, like, for me, the MSI rundown, mm-hmm. 
it's still FlyQuest. For the second team, I don't know. I, I can't choose. I can't lock one down right now. It's too unclear. Like, before, like, when 100 Thieves were doing their, like, mm-hmm. beginning skirmishes, I would say them. But now, there's, like, three or four teams that could be slotted there. And yeah. I can't personally decide. I definitely am happy that the majority of the LCS teams have gotten a lot more competitive, which is exciting. You know, there's a lot more matches to look forward but to. But would you say that it's because they've all gotten better or just because a lot of the top tiers have gotten worse? I think they've gotten better. The bottoms have gotten better? Yeah. I mean, first, like, FlyQuest at the bottom. No, they're better. Golden Guardians. Golden Guardians. I'm, oh, I'm, I'm just saying week. for this week, like, this split. Oh, this split? Yeah, I think so. Um, Obviously, there are still bottom tier teams, like... Immortals and Dignitas. But if you exclude those two, the rest of the teams are still putting up a fight. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're still putting up a fight. It's very strange to just see like CLG and uh CLG and Golden Guardians just play better in the Super Week versus Team Liquid and Hundred Thieves. Like who would who would have believed that? You know what I mean? That's that's fair. But they're all being competitive, so it is very exciting to watch. For my top two MSI rundown, um, I will have to choose FlyQuest as my number one. And for number two, I'm gonna to have to pick EG. I think in terms of team solidity, they're the they're the two number ones. Like they're the those both of those teams just work so well together. Now I will say I am excited for this upcoming week, mm-hmm. week four or five, week five. Week yeah, I think week five. Yeah, week five. And that's because Cloud Nine announced this morning mm-hmm. and it's gonna tell people when we recorded this episode. It was good old Sunday, but this morning, Sunday morning, mm-hmm. Cloud Nine announced that they're replacing Diplex with another mid laner, another person that I believe they brought in. Mm-hmm. But it's from their academy team, and they're going to try him out in LCS. Yeah, and the Twitter comment section was going crazy. They're saying like, oh my goodness, I can't believe this guy was in challengers. Like, this guy's supposed to be really insane. I'm very excited to see how this all goes. Because I, I didn't mind Diplex. Mm-hmm. Was, he was good. I like them. Yeah. For sure. And so if they feel comfortable in doing this, I'm curious on how well they'll be. Yeah, this guy's name is Amines, E-M-E-N-E-S. Okay. Um, his full English name, which I believe is he's Korean from what his English name is, is Minsu Jing. Okay. Minsu is a common, is a very common Korean name. <laughs> a lot of common Korean names. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm assuming he's Korean, but a lot of people are saying like, oh, this guy's insane. It's crazy that he's been like benched. He's been playing exceptionally well. I'm assuming he's just been popping off in challengers right now. Yeah. Um, I, I am kind of sad to see the Plix go because he was a great player. I was, he he kind of reminded me of Zeka, how he can just like pick a Kali or Silas and just perform really well mechanically. As you saw when he was like 1v1ing a Blaze Olive, he was just like getting solo kills left and right. Well, it's also a Blaze Olive. <clears throat> yeah, but still, I, I thought it was really cool how, how confident <laughs> of a player he was. Yeah. I like the confidence, you know? You don't really see that from like old time old boomers like Bjergsen. But when you see like these young guys just like going at it in the mid lane, a uh, dangerous lane where junglers love to feast. I do love watching Jojo just try to ego yeah. in. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but it's always enjoyable. And you regardless. always got to try it, especially in the spring. But yeah, it's exciting. Clowning is already a strong roster, so we'll see how this change goes. How Blabber and this new guy will be able to I will to say, adjust. Fudge almost got player of the week for me. It was really close, but I gave it to Gory. I mean, Fudge, I would say, is a great top laner. He's gotten way better. He's, he's the best right now. I'd have to admit, he's the best top laner. Yeah, and then I would, I would put him <clears> number one. And then personally, for me, I would say... It's tied between tenacity and impact for second. Tenacity and impact, yeah. Because tenacity, on some of those games where the rest of his team just were being mm-hmm. steamrolled, 
you could see him like trying to go against the way probably their coaches wanted it played. Yeah. He tried his hardest. I think we have really good talented top laners right now in this region. I think Summit is still really good. Um, a lot of people have said he plays just like the Shy, but as you know from the Shy when he was in LPL, you gotta make a team that works well with the Shy. Yeah. And that's how you succeed. So I hope that Team Liquid will be able to do that too. Other top laners, you know, someday's really good. Honestly, we Solo have we have eight up. we have eight good top laners. Just get rid of Licorice and Revenge, and you're golden. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> yeah, that sums it up. Well, yeah. Um, well, we'll be excited to talk about the next podcast. And yeah, can't wait to see you all soon. Uh, this week we'll be hopefully dropping all of our media. We've we've been slowly building up, mm-hmm. and there might be a little surprise in some ways. You might see something slightly different in the next coming week. Mm-hmm. We're working on something a little special. We're brewing. We're, we're brewing. cooking. We're, we're cooking co- something. Let us cook. Yeah, we're cooking. Yeah. And can't wait to have you guys listen in to next weekend. Absolutely. Thanks for tuning in and hope you guys have a great week. Mm-hmm. And just chill, relax, and yeah. just remember in the back of your head that grass, grass doesn't, doesn't exist. exist. Hey.